The Mandalorian Chapter 5, The Gunslinger. You probably expected this review to come a little earlier, but honestly, I watched the episode on Saturday morning, so quite a, almost the day after the episode actually came out. The thing is, after watching the episode, throughout the episode, I was just like, I can't see my, myself making a review of this episode. And for a co- I was like, okay, I'm going to think on it on a couple, for a couple of days. And the more I thought about it, the more the episode's fallen apart for me. And yeah, I just, I really didn't like this episode. At first, I, I was like, this is like the baseline average episode. But then the more I think about it, the worse it gets. To the point where now it's a pretty, I think it's a pretty bad episode. And I'm kind of happy I gave it time. Because if I gave it a score like a C+, which... I was maybe going to, like, a B-minus, just maybe what I was going to give it first. I would have probably deleted my review with more thinking about it, because this episode was... And I'm going to talk about this episode quickly, because, you know, it's already Monday afternoon, and for me, and it's been a couple of hours since Christ on Infinite Earth came out, and I was at school, so I couldn't watch it. I haven't been able to watch it yet, and I'd much rather be doing that and talking about this. But just imagine if, speaking of Crisis, just imagine if Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1 is trash. I would just, I would not want to talk about it at all. I have like, I have like the, I have like the highest expectations. And if it's like just, if it's like an average episode, I would not want to make a review. And it's just kind of like that, but I, you know, I have this thing where if I don't make a review of something and then I go on to the next one without doing this, I get annoyed. It's kind of like OCD, but yeah, let's talk about this pretty bad episode really quick. So first, the episode starts off in his little space battle, classic Star Wars stuff. You know what else you expect? To be completely honest, it's one of the highlight. This one of the this one probably one of the stronger parts of the episode, although not really even being amazing. There was some good CGI, but the but I thought the. It kind of felt obvious that there were kind of strings attached to models or if it was all CGI. It looked a little wonky, but really good for TV, but not really up to par with the episode 1 to 3. I felt this with last episode 2. I felt they were going a little too effects heavy, but, you know, that's just what I thought. A little nitpick, but, yeah. And, yeah, the big surprise for me and probably the best part was the fact that we got to see Tatooine again. It turned out to be completely a waste, but... You know, that was cool. That was probably my favorite aspect, just seeing Tatooine again. And, of course, they land on the spaceport, and we see this person played by a really annoying actress. I couldn't get over her. And then he goes to Mos Eisley, where he meets this dude, who I really can't remember the name of. I think it's Toro or something. And he has a bounty, which the Mando, you know, as a, Mand- a Mandalorian would, try and captivate on. He, you know, he, you know, he takes a bounty... The dude wants to join him because he's trying to get into the guild, which is the operation that Grief Cargo runs. Of course, um, Carl Weathers thingy, his uh, organization. Or it's Werner Herzog. I'm not really sure he's the leader, to be completely honest, but yeah. And they go on a... It was, by the way, it's cool seeing Mos Eisley Cantina, but I think they should have went a little heavier on the references, although it was already pretty on the nose, so, you know, meh. And... They go throughout the speeder, throughout the desert. I thought the CGI actually looked pretty great. Although, 
it looked a little strange from and different from what we saw in A New Hope, but again, that was quite some time before this in the actual timeline anyway. Must have been at least seven or eight years this episode. This series, I think, takes place like six or seven years after Return of the Jedi. And the original trilogy probably takes place over like, I don't know, quite, quite some time. So, you know, it was that. But still, I don't know. It's just, eh. So they speed off and then they find, this, they find their bounty who's on another cliff shooting. You know, they stop for a bit. They manage to get the bounty in this really meh fight scene. And then while Mandalorian's going to get one of the, um, you know, one, one, of the, one of the animals to ride on for the, for the bounty, and the prisoner pretty much tricks Toro into, I think that's the name, I'm going to call him Toro, into getting the Mando because, you know, he, there's a big bounty on him and all that. So he kills the prisoner. Goes back to the cantina, or not cantina, the port where Baby Yoda is. Leverages the Mandalorian into, you know, um, turning himself in. But of course, Mando's smart. You're not going to give up there. And it's just to take out Toro. Thank God. He was a pretty annoying character. I never want to see him again. And yeah, that's it. And they leave. I think you can tell this episode felt pretty rushed. I went through it like it was a rush because that's what it felt like. And overall, it was really boring. I, there was nothing interesting. And and really, a lot of people called episode two, and even I did at first, but after thinking about it, it's not true, or even last episode, filler. This is the absolute definition of filler. I could see this being the fill. I could like see this being in the dictionary and just have it say filler. There was nothing here that actually mattered. If you totally skipped out on this episode, it'd be fine. Shows like Game of Thrones or things like that, although I haven't seen them, I know for a fact they don't have filler episodes because only eight or so episodes per season or ten. This season has eight episodes, and you can't have filler episodes in an eight-episode season, okay? Ninjago season three. I know I'm bringing up Ninjago because I don't know. I haven't seen Ninjago in forever, but yeah. Season three, the rebooted one. It's awesome. It's a great season. I probably haven't watched anything after that, but still. It's a great season. I had no motivation to go after that, but yeah, it's a great season because there's no filler in it. Everything feels like so connected to the plot. That's an eight-episode season, too. I don't know why I'm thinking of this. It's a cartoon show for kids, but still. Yeah. When you have an eight-episode season, you can't have a whole episode be filler. Obviously, you're going to have little filler elements in there, like the crossovers of, you know, the Arrowverse. They have little things in there, like Oliver and Felicity stuff, which sometimes is pretty annoying, but like filler, which doesn't really matter to the crossover, it matters to the rest of the shows. And to me, that counts as filler because that's not supposed to be the main focus, but yeah, still. The things like that, there's some other stuff which is just randomly made up in the crossover, like, you know, whether it's, you know, it's like Sarah and Alex and things like that, which are just start happening in the crossover, the end by the end, which didn't have to be there, it didn't make a difference. It's just, it's filler. And those are four episode, let's say four to five, or three to five even, episode miniseries. And they have filler elements in there. If you count these four four episodes of The Mandalorian as like a half season, it's a great half season. There's only some, some parts of filler, just like the crossovers I was talking about. Once you add this episode in, it, everything is completely switched up. By the end of Crisis on Infinite Earths, there would have been five episodes. 
And maybe I'm going to compare it to this and just see how much less filler there is in there. I haven't seen that part one yet, even, but yeah, you know, I'm going to stop making comparisons because it's pretty unfair to an extent, but yeah. I thought they completely dropped the ball. I thought Dave Filoni really did mess up on this episode. I'm going to give The Mandalorian Chapter 5, The Gunslinger, a C. Actually, no, 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 I'm being too generous. A D plus. I haven't given a T. I don't think I don't think any TV episode I've seen this year has seen like this season of TV at all. But you know, just I don't know. I thought they completely dropped the ball with what they were trying to do. I thought it was okay. First, I was thinking of getting, giving it a C plus, B minus, or whatever. But thinking about it, it's a pretty bad episode to be honest, and I'm really disappointed. You can tell by my voice that I've been pretty down this episode. Okay, but. Oh, I don't know, but before we end, of course, talk about Crisis on Infinite Earths coming out. Well, I'm, I'm going to watch it, like, just sometime after this. I'm going to watch Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1, and my review will be tomorrow. Same with Part 2. I'll watch early tomorrow morning. My review will be probably sometime tomorrow evening. And then Crisis Part 3, my review will be on Thursday, unfortunately, not Wednesday, but yeah, kind of like this one day after. And, of course, then we have one month break. And by the way... I know there are new Arrowverse shows that have been out. Green Lantern, Superman, Strange Adventures, and Stargirl. Stargirl, Green Lantern, and Strange, Strange Adventures, obviously, are on the HBO Max slash DC Universe side, but they're going to be implemented into the Arrowverse with those budgets, so it'll be better. And Superman, we already knew about. Same with Green Arrow and the Canaries, which wasn't mentioned, which is kind of interesting, but yeah. Mention that really quickly. I'm pretty excited for all of them. I'll talk about them. Strange Adventures, since it's about Booster Gold, I'm all in. But it's an anthology series, so I don't need, feel, really feel like... Mad. The first season apparently about Booster Gold. I'm all in. I love Booster Gold. And of course, the... Um, you know, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to make a separate episode right after this, ranking, my, ranking them by excitement. So that's a better way to do it. But yeah, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Have a great day.